Welcome to the Nerd Alternative Podcast, a sweet Martin pot of all things nerdy. I'm your host, Mr. Levi, and with me today are our usual suspects. I have a Miss. I, I, don't, I almost all I always almost say government, so I'm going to say Miss Ram. Yes, Miss Ram. <laughs> no one needs to know what my full name is or my last and name. I, no, I nearly said your surname, like Miss Surname, but then I thought, oh, we do, do we do that? And let's and... fully dox each other. Let's say address. I say full name. You know what? Agent Agent <laughs> R, Agent R, and Agent H. Hello, how's it going? Yeah, you're good. I'm, I'm glad you. I thought you wasn't gonna. Yeah. And <laughs> um, and today we are talking about this would technically be spring, the spring season animes, wouldn't it? Really, what 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 kind of tickled our fancy from the spring season? Um, we're going to be talking about three animes. I mean. Maybe they're three that we really liked. Maybe they're three that we didn't. But three very interesting animes that started around April. Um, I'm actually quite pleased with this selection, actually, um, th- in like how different it is. And we're going to be talking about what makes Besides them. Me, I mean, I'm not. <laughs> all right, all right. Sorry, Chris. No, you did. You did put me onto a taxi. So, like, taxi. props. She put me into all of these. It's mm. I actually watched the, the to your attorney and thing and the other one with from on a whim one day. But um, yeah, we're gonna be just talking about them and what makes them so unique and cool. And maybe going forward, we will kind of so when when it's autumn time, we might go through some of the summer ones that have just started, which ones are cool or whatever. So yeah, <clears throat> let's get on to the meat and potatoes, shall we? The spring Sorry. anime. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what, what that was around. Um but yes, seeing as the summer anime has already kind of the summer season's already started, really. Um, we we'll thought we'd take a look at some of the spring anime that got our attention, seeing as it's kind of been it's around that like 14th, 15th week. Um, and talk about three anime in particular, like I said earlier. The three are Tokyo Revengers, Who Your Eternity, and Odd Taxi. Um, this is just gonna be a free-for-all discussion about these anime and what we like and what we don't like i suppose will there be spoilers there Maybe. will be full spoilers for all of these anime. <laughs> um two Unless of them you have uh, Takemichi's powers then you can go back in time and yeah. not know about the spoilers know, <laughs> watch it, yeah um but there yeah so tokyo avengers and to your attorney still ongoing whereas odd taxi has finished um we are going to start with tokyo avengers get that one out of the way um <laughs> Don't you like the hunky pretty boys, the K-pop boys? You don't like that. <laughs> All right, yeah. let me let me let me get let me get through the homework. Um, this is uh, anime, obviously, based off mm-hmm. of a series written by Ken Wakui. If I butcher any names, I apologize. Uh, it's produced by uh, Leiden Studios, which actually produced an anime called Terraformers that I really was into back in the day, um, and the 2016 arc of Berserk, which I remember being garbage the 3d one if it was the 3d one i remember <laughs> um <clears throat> but yeah so this anime centers around takamichi who is in a dead-end job and an unhappy life when he finds out that he has the ability to travel through time to his teen years as a delinquent he resolves to save the life of his high school flame who seems to have been killed off as a result of gang activity um I made these synopsises by myself, by the way, guys. It's mm. very good. Hey, you, you, nailed very it. you nailed it. Um, I guess we'll just start by saying just a quick, like, thought of what do you think about it so far? 
um do you like it you don't like it just a quick brief i, I like it i like it it's um it's it's good bad sci-fi if you get what i mean to a certain degree it's like the the sci-fi uh, time travel stuff is all it's all dumb and bunk but they they know that too so they don't focus on it and they focus on the character stories and that's really where the show sings and lives like the fights and everything else aside like where it really lives is in the interactions and the the growth of the characters Mm. <laughs> um, I think I liked it more when I, I have mm, I have a not a love hate relationship, maybe a like and dislike relationship with it. Mm. Um, Mild, yeah, because I think when I first started watching it, I couldn't stop comparing it to Erased because obviously it's quite similar in the like premise. Mm. Um, and Erased just does it so much better. But then once I kind of was like, it's not the same thing. Just get over that. I started to enjoy it a bit more but then like it definitely I think because I was watching I'd usually watch them on the same day as like Odd Taxi and mm. um, To Your Eternity it just kind of didn't hold up to those two so I I just uh, I feel like I, I I need to move my Tokyo Revengers watching to different days but I do like most of the characters um you're you're comparing popcorn to steaks here yeah. I, I, would, I saw it, I didn't watch the video I saw a YouTube video called Tokyo Revengers is like erased but if it was actually good I don't what? know I, wow. no, so that was the name wow. that person <laughs> needs to go and jump off a cliff <laughs> or I, I was going to say something really rude so let me not say that I, but I, that I, doesn't I even make that. sense what are you talking about um, I just saw that send me the video I'm going to be all I'm going to actually comment. try and find it for you um, yeah my I, I was very lukewarm on this series um I, I'm, I'm i'm and i'm lucky because i didn't watch so i was actually watching tokyo avengers and tier attorney like as it was going whereas odd taxi i very much binged over the weekend for this episode um and when i had my weekend of because i don't watch them when they come out just on sunday i just watch everything um so it was like my One Piece, Revengers and Eternity. And Revengers was always the one that I was just kind of like, let's go and watch that then. Like, I was very, I'm very lukewarm on it. I don't dislike it. Um, it For me, it, it's a bit, it's just a bit too dramatic for me. Mm. And especially when I'm coming off of things like, um, like your eternity that that make you like think about things like i come into this anime and i just feel like there's so much more it could do but again that's that might not be what this content is supposed to do mm. but especially um my biggest thing which we'll probably get into more is i feel like they really waste um the delinquent culture that they play upon they could really delve into that a lot more mm. but we'll talk about it let's let's let, i mean let's talk about the plot um, <clears throat> I can't believe that someone had the cheek to say this is better than a race. <laughs> I'm so angry. <laughs> what in the world? I don't even know. That's not even a hot take. That's not a hot take. Anyway, sorry, carry on. The only thing that gets you angry is Michael B. Jordan, and that's hilarious to me. <laughs> <laughs> there are um, other things I just can't think of them right now. <laughs> so, so, so the plot obviously has Takamichi going back in time. Um, so what he so oh gosh I've, i haven't got the, the terms in front of me so there's i think it's bozuko and yankee mm -hmm. culture and i think takamichi was very much a yankee mm -hmm. um 
and I guess it's him kind of transitioning into uh, I want to say Bokuzo. I'm really sorry if I butcher that, but he's transitioning into that kind of culture. Um, for those who don't know, this is kind of like the post World War II anti-uniformity kind of subcultures that was kind of growing in um japan as a result of like after the war essentially mm. um very different... rockabilly inspired like a lot of it like very rockabilly, yeah. kind of in the hair and the, the jackets mm-hmm. and the leather and all that kind of stuff and yeah yeah it's, exactly and just to um differentiate because there is a difference so the but it's, it's bosozoku uh, the, the easiest way to differentiate them are the Bosazukus are the doers and the Yankees are the sayers. The Yankees very much, in terms of like speaking up against the man, the Yankees very much like the quiffs and the hair and like having the bright colours and just, just trying to stand out look cool Lookers. whereas the bosozokus mm-hmm. are the actual guys that ride around on bikes and street fight and just basically just and not even like organized crime they're just literally being delinquents on, on mm. the street essentially um that is the, the rabbit hole i went down as a result of this anime <laughs> they're, they're leather roadmen <laughs> essentially um so um tekamichi is a bit of a loser um he never quite graduates to, to real roadman um but i guess this 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 uh, he's gonna slowly get stronger and more slowly colder, emphasis on ever slowly. so slowly <laughs> snail pace i got... i want to i want to say like i really appreciate that they didn't just turn him into like some sort of badass as soon as he came back like he's still i didn't the same want person. that no, but you know I, what I mean? It's like there's a lot of right, guys, guys, that. plot, plot, plot. Okay. How <laughs> okay. are we how are we how are we on the on the plot so far, should we say? I mean, I'm I'm just gonna start by saying I I do like the, the fact that it's not that easy, and I do like a story where I mean it's hella predictable where you think you're going back to do one thing and then you realize you start doing this thing and that thing and all this this thing and that thing. I'm into that. I haven't watched Erased, um, but it's. I heard I, it's better than Erased. <laughs> yeah, I've heard it's better. If, you could, if my camera was on right now, you would have seen that I just paused what I was fiddling with and looked up and gave you a death stare. So, yeah. But um, I will say, on paper, the, there is definitely intrigue. Um, Execution-wise, I'm lukewarm on it. Mm, mm. I'm I'm with you on that. It's 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 a rather shallow uh, show. Um, don't go into this expecting like Death Note. It's, it's not that. It's it's better than a race. Um, <laughs> it's um, it's one of those shows where like if you want something fun and if you want something that you can kind of like, it, like not be like um not not be like too demanding on your brain and just like have some fun with some fun characters and some like silly situations and some deeper situations at times it's it's a good i mean i don't think i have much to say in the plot apart from what you guys have said i guess if you also like pre-anime boys there's loads to choose it's like having a k-pop group you there's so many you can choose i'm personally on the ken train um, because he's the that's, best. That's exactly what I was going. Yeah, sorry, go on, Ram. Go on. He's the best. He's literally the best. Um, that's my bias. Um, but anyway, um, yeah, I don't know. Like again, like I said, I think because like I can't stop comparing it to Erased, and now that you guys have brought it up, I 
definitely can't stop like I think that that executed kind of the ideas of like trauma and just like feeling like you haven't really like the regrets that you have of like why didn't I do this when I was younger and like the relationships that you could have developed I think in Erase is a lot more grounded whereas this is a lot more shallow and there's nothing wrong with that I guess but it just means that um I'm not as emotionally invested as I was with like obviously it's sad when um what's their name <laughs> who um plot device <laughs> yeah who's wifey when... I forget Hinata. okay yeah I knew it was like I knew it was like an... yeah okay yeah when she dies like obviously it's sad but I think like for someone who's quite emotional the fact that it didn't bring me to tears is like is my kind of barometer of like how invested I am in something and I think that I'm like oh it's sad but I don't really it doesn't have that same intensity that I think that um erased had and mm. I don't mean to com- keep comparing it but they literally tackle a lot of the similar like themes but one just does it much better I don't know what that YouTuber was talking about must be a troll title <laughs> I, I mean I mean it might be I, I will say though the actual like motivating factor was very weak for me I get that I get that his life was so like rubbish that that is th- that is where he finds meaning because he literally has no meaning anywhere else but I was like this guy is really just caught up a, a, on some girl that he dated in school like it, it was just a bit weak for me it's a bit weak for me um after seeing like his relationships in the past it, it's a bit less irksome for me but it's still a bit like you're a loser, bro. Mm. Like you're a loser. This guy cries almost as much as Deku, man. This guy is 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 he weak source. He is. Water I don't have a ketchup. problem with crying, but like, <laughs> I cry all the time. It's just more like, can you stop saying the same thing over? Look, and he's over a he's a he's a Deku crier though. Like, he cries yeah. when he's happy. He cries. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. he's one yeah, of yeah. them. That's he's the a... emotional kind of. That's how <laughs> that's how I show emotions. I I love the way that his his tactic in a fight is to just get beaten up until like Literally. backup arrives or like, until something happens. You're not even gonna like <laughs> hit someone's balls or something like that because that's my instinct. Do you know all uh, the stuff where they like poke them in the eyes? Like he doesn't even do that. He might I as well. Mean, you you, you might say that, but the man put in a perfect MMA chokehold. That is true. <laughs> that is true. But that oh, was like sorry. That's that was character episode. development. Sorry. That was his like one moment of like. He mm. he's gone up like half a level now. <laughs> he's um, a level two, like in an RPG. Yeah, yeah. Hassan, have you <laughs> have you seen the latest episode? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Without spoiling, is it is it not? Did you think it was kind of stupid the whole episode? Like, like with the thing and then the the reveal of who the thing belonged yeah, yeah. to. I was just like, what? Um, <laughs> and on, then go yeah, go on, go on. Honestly, it I don't think it's stupid insofar as it's really early on and they need to establish certain rules about the groups and kind of the shared law of the world, right? I mean no, I mean I get you know that, mean? but it was that was a bit like coincidence. Mm. And, I and, think and, not. Yeah. And then also <laughs> one of the characters response you know the one that seems like he went a little bit yes that that i agree that's stupid that was actually stupid if you if you uh if you know if you've seen up to episode 15 you know there's a there's (laughs) the blame shifts in a a specific way and it's entirely entirely stupid it's Um, so it's so anime mm. do you know what this series reminds me of less of like a i mean it's not really a gang drama like less mm. of a thriller and more 
more of a, a, a K-pop music video about yes. delinquency. That's what this feels like sometimes. You're thinking like... about that BAP video one shot. Everybody go watch. <laughs> Everybody go. It's got a great plot, but like, I couldn't imagine any of them doing that. But it's got a good plot. Go watch it. Gangster stuff. Sorry. Anyway. I mean, um, should we do characters or world building first? I'm thinking about. Uh, world building first. Yeah, it's probably going to be quicker. Yeah. Um. It's it's Tokyo. <laughs> it's, I, what I will say though, um, and again, I don't know everything about like delinquent culture, and this is probably my biggest gripe with the show, <clears throat> is that it just it, it doesn't feel like these teenagers are like it just I don't know it just feels like they're just like people just I, I, there's just something that doesn't really feel so like oh, these are the bad kids in around town. Like, they don't feel scary. Their, their fights, because half of it feels like pretty boy J-pop stuff. So when they start getting to the fights and that, I'm a bit like, this doesn't really feel as gnarly as it can be when you pull out a knife and shank Dakin and he's lying on the floor still looking pretty somehow. Like, I'm just taken out of it. He will never not be pretty, okay? <laughs> but I'm never. not trying to say I, I, I want, like, crazy like oh woman on heroin on the floor over there type of of, of deal I don't, no, no, I don't... if they if they hard shift into requiem for a dream this is going to be the greatest oh show God. ever like, <laughs> I, I don't want i don't need that but i do feel like it's very like it doesn't feel like they're gangs and it doesn't mm. feel like they're they're bad breed people at all mm. like even like mickey just doesn't feel they keep they keep telling you how crazy he is but he feels very much <laughs> anime crazy as opposed to this he does look might... a little bit off key though do you, can you i don't <laughs> know there's something about a little bit but they draw yeah. the eyes weird on, yeah. on specific yeah. characters yeah but he I feel like it's like weird in a that. way that the Gelden mm. will still fall over, will still have their bias. You That's know what the I mean? point. And yeah. I, and I just feel like it's a bit weird. I, I feel like they don't really lean into, you know, the whole law <laughs> behind delinquent culture. Mm. Why some of these teens might feel the need to be in these gangs. They literally never talk about why any of these teenagers that I can think of really are. They don't like talk about their home life. They're just randomly here. A lot of them. Uh, they, 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 they don't talk about Japanese culture either. Sorry. Yeah, you know, you know exactly that. It's just like every character's kind of personality traits are defined by the people around them, or just by standard tropes or or, or or stereotypes that we know already. But there's not much depth. There's not that guy that that's dad was a delinquent, or that guy that's going against his parents that are like. There's none of that. They're just like they just they're just hairstyles basically. Apart from Ken. <laughs> Apart from Ken, he has a backstory, <laughs> which is why like, he's my favorite. But yeah, yeah. Um, he okay, actually hold, does hold have, on. like his makes sense. Hold Sorry. on, his his backstory is is hella dumb too, because like that guy tattoos him. Yeah, but so and doesn't talk about it. <laughs> Just like, how old are you? You're ten. Cool. No, but, but the tattoo artist is still tattooing a ten year old. Yeah, yeah it's, and it's, no one mentions this. <laughs> and 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 my thing is, it never. He's a delinquent. It never feels. <laughs> yeah. It never feels X rated though. Like yes. it never, it never feels like, oh, this is gnarly, like berserk giving birth while hanging from a tree, like, like a ten-year-old getting a tattoo, like all, like these guys were on badness from when they were like 
eight, nine, ten years old. So why it's not it's not it don't like you know like kids the show the film kids with little mm-hmm. kids smoking weed like I don't get this uncomfortable. I know it's anime, mm. but I never get this uncomfortable. This, you're supposed to be uncomfortable with you very young people committing crime. If you get mm-hmm. what I'm saying, mm-hmm. I just never felt none of that. I just never feel like these are bad people, man. They're too they're too lovable, and I'm I'm a bit irked by that. If uh, I think it's yeah. also weird because there's like they have like moments like you know with the girl getting like gang raped and stuff, and that like threw me so much because I was like there's been nothing else that is like on that level and you just like threw that in there and I was like that is really like that's really dark like so I don't know and I guess because obviously they want us to like empathize slash sympathize with like with like Ken and Mikey and all that stuff but like at least if we had kind of a a logic for why they are good-ish then it would make a bit more sense like what is it that means that they have these certain morals like obviously we're, we're like okay ken keeps mikey in check but but why though like but why i don't know and also another thing that i really remembered was that there's like been other random like you know there's always like that one delinquent character in like loads of anime shows and those people feel more delinquency than any of these it, like even mm-hmm. like in, in <laughs> psyche k they have that delinquent character who's like a reformed delinquent and you just always see him like <laughs> just like on the edge of snapping but then mm. like he has this character development of like why he decided to go against that life and it's like i had more character development in him than i have in like most of the captains an anime about delinquents yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's very it's shallow but i do think that's the i think that's just that was the this wasn't intended to be that much of a I think what Hassan said about it being about the bonds and friendships between people that i think that's what people are gravitating towards us for yeah which I can't really see, but, you know, sure. <laughs> no, it, it is what it is. Like, so, like, the thing I think that kind of grabbed me about this show is I read, like, a few uh, kind of delinquent mangas back in the day, like, worse than crows. And, like, I haven't really seen anything in that vein since. So, like, seeing this, I was like, oh, man, it's like a hit nostalgia right there. But I was is... sold by the animation and the mm. voice. That's why I came. <laughs> I, mean, I feel like, um, I think because delinquent culture is dead or dying the anime it's just i guess it's gone with it almost essentially mm. like especially seen as that culture when anime is based on the culture was like out right it would have been around the 80s and the 90s mm-hmm. when when your yankees and and whatnots were about so i guess it's that sort of um thing of just dying with the times i will say to that ram i'm not a big fan of the animation or maybe it's the, not art the animation it's the, the animation. art style yeah i don't funny. think i like i don't, I don't mean think... the animation <laughs> I don't think I'm hot on the art style. Character design. To be fair. <clears throat> Even though some of them look the same, I'm not gonna lie, you need to change up the hair because it's like when you like when you first get into a 12 band K-pop group and like you kind of can't really remember who everyone left. is because they're all the right. kind of styled the same. I need more hairstyles or something. Mm. I don't know. It's like so more, much more makeup color. that their faces blend into kind of yeah, one face. Yeah. There's um, a <laughs> the thing with it. Oh, sorry. Sorry, go on, Hassan. Go on. It, like, the thing with this show is there's like four faces. Yeah. Like legitimately, <laughs> there right. is four faces, right? And the only difference is if they have piercings and or a tattoo, that's yeah. it. Like, yeah. Ear size, eye color. size, same. Mm. And then, yeah, just swap out the hairstyle or color. It's like the DC um, universe, basically. <laughs> let's let's talk about the characters. Let's, let's talk about the characters. Um, I'm not going to lie. I, I, I personally don't have much to say um i think the the draken and mickey dynamic 
although it's nothing new, it it is nice to see it play out. It's it's mm. it's nice the relationship and how they affect each other. Um, something that I like and would like to see more of that we could see more of an anime is his his old friends i'm going to call them the, the, basically the yankees mm-hmm. and then like how they interact with the manji gang we've seen a little bit of it but we, we don't I, we don't see as much as i would like i think when they when he stopped mickey and dragon fighting and they were in the house i it was when i really realized look how small these little boys are compared yeah. to yeah. Um, the dragon specifically yeah <laughs> so like nine feet tall um <laughs> but as for the characters i'm not gonna lie there, there's not for me personally i don't hate anyone but again um i'm not like a 16 year old girl so i don't really like i don't find, 25 I don't, year old girl <laughs> but I don't, I don't fan fan over any like particular character i don't really like takamichi as a protagonist um mm. he's he's not really it's a bit yeah, when it comes to weak protagonists, I, you know how I, you know I love my boy Osamu from World Trigger. So whenever they're not doing doing I, something new with the weak quote unquote protagonist, I kind of get a little bit bored. Or mm-hmm. um, I, yeah, that's me. I I I, I like Takamichi. Um, there's there's like ninety percent of the time, if you give me someone earnest in anime, I'm gonna be like, yeah, okay, <laughs> I'm I'm here with it, like to a degree. Um. But the the slow kind of growth and change and the kind of realization of like who he is and what he was and like kind of squaring the circle of old him and um, current him is interesting to me. And I kind of enjoyed that that dynamic. The the triangle of Takamichi, uh, Ken and Mikey is really good, though. Like those three together, like they're the thing that saves the show for me. Like mm-hmm. if the mm-hmm. dynamic between them wasn't as good as it was, and it didn't kind of have as much space to play in as it did, I would, I would kind of like lose lose track of it. There's a few kind of um, interesting seeds that the show is um, building on that I'm like, cool, 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 cool. Like um, mysterious bad guy in the future, and with the evil <laughs> eyebrows. Yes, the evilest of eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will say I I did read a bit of a spoiler or just that answers a question that i would ask that i don't know if anyone else would ask and it did make it did shed some light on um a bit like it shed some light on the situation a bit more like why takamichi is where he is and why mickey even gives him the time of day which is interesting and i would be interested to see that come to fruition but you know again i don't dislike anyone it's just no one really uh, uh yeah they're, they're very it's very much like choose the character you want to fan over choose mm. this one or that one or i feel like and definitely outside of the trio that you mentioned Hassan, it just feels a bit i like the little brother though the little mm. policeman no. Even though mm. he looks, my brother keeps being like, doesn't he look a bit evil there? And I was like, yeah, he does. I mean, he kind of <laughs> looks like um, he looks like police diamond. Wow, it's giving me big oh diamond God. vibes. Yeah, wow. yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see that. <laughs> but yeah. a good version, maybe. <laughs> um, what I was gonna wait, Hassan, are you done? Ooh. Yeah, I'm done. It's all you. Um, <clears throat> so obviously, Ken's my favorite character, obviously. Um, but apart from that, yeah, I, I think I again, I don't mind like slow build characters, like, I think that's cool. And not to compare, but like, comparing is what I do, apparently. But like, in for example, in Haiku, I think the character of like Hinata 
and the way that that he grows very very slowly obviously he's like in a different position where he's got this like one super powered thing that he can do like really great because he can jump high and he's short but like his his growth I was waiting for Hassan to say a hype pun sorry yeah. no, no, <laughs> when he no. said he, he grows he grows slowly I was literally waiting for it <laughs> uh, I'm like I'm raining it in today I'm, I'm trying a new tact <laughs> okay nice 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 um like he he doesn't I can't even say that Made his, him grow. Yeah, <laughs> no, <laughs> um just his kind of his development is very like incremental and it's like you see but I think what's interesting about him is like you see the thing at work of like Mm. what it is that he's picking up and he's not able to do it yet but he's got like almost like a game plan where you can see that he's taking this like tiny baby step towards it and I think that that's kind of the approach that I wish we had a bit more with Takamechi because it it doesn't really feel like he we know where like things are just happening and he's just reacting as best as he can which is kind of nice to see because like I would be out of my depth in that kind of situation but at the same time it's like there are so many like obvious moments of growth for me that I just feel like he doesn't take like or he just does stupid stuff and like for example if you know that Ken is gonna get stabbed you stay next to him the whole time how do you lose like you were literally standing next to him before the fight broke out so how did you lose him and secondly pushed lightly Mm-hmm. You didn't you didn't bother to like tell anybody that he was gonna get stabbed by the oh, specific man. person that you know. And it's not like that's information <laughs> that you knew from the future. You literally eavesdrop, so they're like no one would suspect you. So just that kind of stuff like kind of irritates me a bit. Are you saying he should have had a timeout? He yes. Oh, yes. I broke um, in like two minutes. <laughs> I know I was waiting for as soon as I was saying gray, I was like, oh. um so with Hinata, but, you want to take a leap of faith yeah <laughs> literally <laughs> um but yeah so I think that kind of bothers me about the character a little bit and I think also Hinata I just wish that for someone who's supposed to like anchor the show and that is literally the reason why he keeps going back and stuff like she just doesn't have too much of an impact um which I think is a shame because also like she's the only female lead character and she oh um, she's so rubbish and she just she doesn't really She's just very bland. She's giving very much Hinata from Naruto of like, I like this guy and like something like half. It's like Sakura and Hinata, like she's both even, their useless no, she's elements worse. together. No, but that's why I said both their useless parts put together because she just doesn't really have an impact, which is annoying again because like she's literally the centerpiece of the plot. Um, also, but- why does she like Takamichi? I don't know, especially when make she's sense. like, this is when what she's saying. like, you're different. When you, you're different. Like, there's clearly a difference between Takamichi that's like 16 and him when he's 26, and she still sticks around, even though the one that is around the majority of the time is trash. Like, huh? It doesn't make sense. And know. she, and also, it's like we don't even get any sort of profound impact that he had on her that she had on his life that would even make him want to go back in time that was well, apart from ago, that he never had a, a girlfriend since that. then that's yeah. sad bro. no that's... because i feel like i know people like that who have their glory days of like yeah i had this really i had the cutest girl and like it was like yeah but you were 14 bro so was it really your girl <laughs> but I like think of, i could think of another title for this anime i'm not gonna say it out loud though yeah yeah no i was gonna say i obviously do like the trio's um relationship and even just akan even though that's kind of sad. I think he's another kind of semi-favorite character as well. Um, uh, 
because it's just like he's in a tragic loop and it's just like I feel like I almost I'm more attached to him really than I am to Hanan so like I don't really care if she dies but like if I have to see him die again and say the same thing I probably will cry so he's more of my maybe this movie should have just maybe anime should have just been about friendship and not love because the love part is not doing anything for me Mm-hmm. There's a lot of spinning plates here that I think they they tell you that if you like it, you're going to enjoy it. But I don't know, man. Like, like some could say this is a, a murder mystery, sci-fi, delinquent, all of these things. It's all of them and none of them at the same time. Yeah. Sort of thing. It's, um, it's lots of spinning plates, but you just wanted to eat dinner. Yeah, yeah exa- exactly that. Um, I'm going to say in, in closing, just two things for me. Again, I spoke a little bit about the drama earlier. I feel like this is a very dramatized anime. Um, it feels it feels very much like EastEnders in Delinquent Land, almost like there's a lot of like <laughs> feelings and friends and this one and that one. Um, not particularly my cup of tea, but and, and more because of the delivery is not that well for me. It's like I like a good drama if it's done well, and again the stakes. It's hard to like feel tense for these fights when I don't feel like any of these people are bad it, it, like some of even even again in this latest backstory you this is the furthest we've gone so far obviously this is only episode 15 and we still just have young kids doing bad stuff for no reason like there's still no <laughs> there's still no like you know um so so for me I, it, yeah it, it just feels a bit like eh I, overall but I'll still carry on watching it. It might uh, people people hype this up so much that my curiosity is, I guess, forever peaked almost. Mm. Closing thoughts, guys. Um, if you've got like twenty five minutes, why not? <laughs> um, it's not bad. It's not good. It's fine. It's fun, and there's some fun characters in it. And it's not battle shonen, so you know sometimes. Mm. And I think if it's you're a sometimes battle shonen, sometimes I was gonna say if you're a fan of battle shonen, this would be g- good for something different that doesn't feel too detached from what you're usually into. I'd say. Mm. Ram, closing thoughts. <clears throat> My closing thoughts are, um, yeah, watch it. It's fun. I get it's it, it gives me. Like the same way that I kind of had a love hate relationship with Skate Infinity, but I was having a lot. Actually, no, that's sorry. That's rude to skate the infinity. <laughs> um, yeah, just watch it. It's fine. I think like if you're gonna watch it with like the other manga um, anime that we're about to talk about, probably watch it first and not last because it's it's not as like deep. But I think it's like a fun ride. And also, I do think that it's probably gonna go to a more interesting space. So it's like I'm intrigued enough that I want to keep watching. So you know, that's my take. Wow, we're so bitter. You guys are so bitter (laughs) It was fine Moving (laughs) moving on up anyway Moving on up Maybe To your eternity Personal favourite of mine Written by Yoshitoki Oima Who also wrote A Silent Voice Critically acclaimed film Produced by Brian Space This anime This anime synopsis Sorry excuse me An orb is left on Earth by a mysterious being. This orb has the ability to mimic things whose reflection it has captured, i.e. whatever dies and touches it, as long as it has created a bond with that thing. This is a story about an immortal being experiencing humanity and all of its faucets. Um, 
I might as well just say my thoughts quickly. I like it. Um, I it's sad, and I like feeling sad. It's 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 an emotional anime, um, and I like I like I like when you know when reading or reading or ingesting something about um, someone out someone that is experiencing things that we kind of normalize in a certain way because of our society, but they interpret it differently on like a, down to like very fundamental things um and just seeing how you can because it's almost like watching a child grow isn't it really mm-hmm. um and and it's just really fascinating to see well this author's vision of how events can shape a person and and, and things like that so that's all i'm going to say for my kind of like um first thoughts thing Your opening statement yes. your honor Ram, yeah, Ram, what is your opening statement, please? It's beautiful. It's so beautiful. Um, I feel like it just captures a lot of the things that I like to engage with, like, you know, stories about the human condition and just um just life in in all its facets, like you said, like just just life. Um, but it has also at the same time, like I really love how um kind of how the story flows of it just feels like we're going on this like big adventure and you don't really know what's coming next you don't know what's coming around the corner um it feels very much like you know when you're just reading like a this is gonna sound so metaphorical but like you know when you're reading a book and it's like it just has a vibe Mm -hmm. and it's got like you know like you see a character growing and you feel like you're in their head and that I don't know it just gives me very much book vibes in the way that it like engages with my brain because I don't think I really the way you engage with something that's visual compared to something that like you are making up the world in your head is like the same way that I engage with this, which is really weird. Um, but also that's what makes it so engaging and interesting. Um, I had another point, but I've completely forgotten. <laughs> I love it. Basically. Um, I'm, I'm with both of you guys. I, I really, really, really enjoyed the show. Um, it's, uh, I think Odd Taxi is my favorite out of the three, but this show has the most emotional range for me. This, like the the way, just there's beats and moments where there's such shocking depth in the way they kind of like um, approach characters and people, and like how people kind of internalize struggle from such mm-hmm. vast kind of different like uh, cultures and kind of societies that he's interacted with. And man, does it just pull at your heartstrings! It's so good and it's like even when you know something is coming like still mm-hmm. it's just like <laughs> there's so many fake outs in this stupid show mm-hmm. i that that opening had me thinking about things that didn't even happen jujitsu level kaizen fake outs mm-hmm. <laughs> um i mean let's talk a little bit about plot i mean there isn't really much of a plot um it is about the char- The main character's name is Fushi. Fushi, Fushi, mm-hmm. Fushi, Fushi. Fushi. Yeah. Fushi. Yeah. Um, and his growth. His creator wants him to experience things to make him stronger. It's quite. He's withholding a bit of information. There's these things called the knockers that can take Fushi's memories, i.e., the and past forms. He can take. Yeah. yeah. So it's whatever. Every time he kills him, he takes the memory of that whatever version form he was in when he got killed or whatever it is um so that's the thing there are some overarching narratives but i'll be honest like 
for me, they're interesting and, and it keeps the intrigue there, but I'm always kind of like, I wonder who Fushi's going to meet next and, and mm-hmm. what impression what, what impression they're, they're going to leave on, on him. But I, 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 that being said, I, I don't mind the plot and how, how the story is kind of being told to us. I think also um, something that really interests me about it is like we often have like um, figures like vampires or whatever immortal beings and they always talk about like you know it's so hard to lose people and to live forever but we never actually see it embodied and so like Mm. I think this is the first time that I've ever watched something where it's like you're literally seeing this immortal being just going through life like meeting people and learning new things and losing them and having to deal with like how that loss layers up. Um, which is crazy because for something that talks about like I, I'm trying to think of another example of like an immortal being that you actually see that happening to you in real time as opposed to them telling you that it's happened and that's why they're bitter or whatever it is um, so I think that's like super interesting and just like the way that he deals with loss and like each human's approach to things and I also really just appreciate the cultural diversity in the show as well of like you know, you had March who like is in a society where they can't read or write um, and like, her, you know, this kind of like colonial under- undertones of like, you know, when they met with, I've forgotten what the woman's called, but the, she looks the, like the, the mom in a race. The Panoe tribe? I yeah, think, I yeah. Hold, um, hold that hold that thought, Ram, for, the, for that. That's for the world building. I feel like that's more mm. um, yeah. um world building. We can, we can touch on that. Hasan, do you want to just drop some plot thoughts before we get into that and you can... Yeah, so um, the show kind of plays out almost anthology-like. Um, it the, the closest thing I can kind of uh, compare it to is Mushishi, where like each episode can almost, almost kind of work in and of itself. Like you don't really have to see the past life for the most part until kind of the the end of the life to 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 like enjoy it. So you could watch the the genesis with March, kind of like how they interact and how they learn each other, uh, their their culture and all that kind of stuff, and what she teaches him without knowing the the first story with Joanne. Um, but like it's all done so well that I just want more. <laughs> I, I can't explain it any any better than that. It's it's the the perfect anthology show that isn't an anthology show. Like I'm not quite a monster of the week but that sort of like each week is a tragedy of the week um bram so we yeah on to world building um you, you do you want to release the thought you was holding ram um kind of lost it but no i just said um i like the di- it feels like a very full very real realized world and especially since we're learning about the world through Fushi like we literally almost feel like tourists in this like massive world where there's like all these like cultures that all have like nuanced relationships with each other but we don't we only get to see like what a part of that says, like a yeah. fraction yeah of like whatever is relevant to him which is kind of how you navigate the real world I guess of like you don't even when you come across like a new culture you're never going to be able to like grab a hundred percent of it but at mm. the same time the little part that you do get is enough to like kind of light up your brain or like to understand why the characters that you meet are the way that they are or um the situations that they find themselves in so I find that super interesting like even now with the whole the episode that I'm on like he's with the whole prison thing or mm-hmm. 
whatever like that's completely vastly different to like when he was living with Gugu and then vastly different to March's whole situation and it's just like I love how full the world feels and just how um like even now I I still think of like is it Joanne Mm -hmm. of his like whole like where did his village go like where did they end up like where are they like are they gonna go back and just I think I know they're dead but like but like where will they go <laughs> did someone make it there might be one person who made it um so that kind of thing is just like super interesting I just love how it feels like an it is an adventure and it feels like an adventure um and yeah I will um just on the did you ask where Puaran was or Perona Perona oh man um was was there that's it what you said about the the storytelling is you're right and i totally i totally agree and i love it as well there is i think that was a big part of what i liked about um black summer that i watched recently um i'm you watched bits of it with me ram didn't you yeah um and i feel like black summer does that sort of thing where you are gonna see something from this person's perspective but instead of it being like um oh, we're going to explain to you what happened later. It feels, it just feels random because you don't have the context. It, it doesn't feel like, oh, I wonder what, like it, literally a man just runs across the screen. You're like, huh? And then and then that actually does have um, significance. That whole thing of like, you can only conceive what you see. If you walk mm-hmm. into a room yeah. and a man jumps out a window, you, you're not going to know why. Obviously mm-hmm. watching film and TV, usually we kind of see why, but in reality you're just going to see a man jump out window and that mm-hmm. you, you you pick up the pieces um and funnily enough final fantasy 15 that was kind of where that went wrong because they tried to a lot of bits were missing and, and they they tried to go in of the idea of well if he didn't see it the protagonist noctis then how would he how would he have that information with mm. the, and, and but it didn't really come off well but i i do really like that style of storytelling where if it's done well enough that we can see that there's a full world and it feels fully realized but at the same time there's so much unknowns we don't know this town's name we don't know the money because the little girl that's taking you to the town doesn't know what money is and little things like that you only mm. know what the people around you've been getting given and i really do I really do like and appreciate that. One thing I will say, though, in the latest episode, and this contains... Ram, this is going to have very, very minor spoilers. You'll see what I mean by minor spoilers. Well, no, it was in the last episode, actually, as well. So it's fine. Fushi transforms in front of bare people, and mm. they're, they're just okay with it. <laughs> I was like... Oh, yeah, uh, that was... Luca? <laughs> <laughs> Luca vibes? <laughs> yep. Especially after he was all thinking about the old man, like, if you transform, they're going to chase you and do this. And then they were just like, oh, that's crazy, bro. Like it was... <laughs> <laughs> He hit him with a hard whelp. They just come up to him afterwards and be like, um, we don't like you. <laughs> but it's so, like, oh, they, sorry, like random we, Hold on, hold on. We have to talk about that bigotry because that shit was hilarious because it wasn't even... <laughs> We hate you because you're different. It was we hate you because you're cheating. Yeah. What? Yeah. Like, what no, is that issue? <laughs> and it wasn't even like you're cheating. It's like you you're winning, but no one is dying. <laughs> <laughs> you can't win if there isn't a death. This is I'm outrageous. Like, <laughs> it's so depressing when they're just like, just grant me the sweet embrace of death. Like it's just... that's 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 what they uh, um um care about. Oh, um, man. let's talk about characters. Um. 
Wait, let me let me let me talk about the oh, world. Oh, sorry, yeah, world building. Sorry, a, a, looking a at time. <laughs> um, yeah, sorry, it's gonna be super quick. Um, I think they 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 approach magic in the way that like Tolkien approaches magic, and I think it's it's not good because this is more about the magic than it is about the rest of the world. Like yeah. Fushi's magic is integral to this plot, so you can't have a very kind of lackadaisical approach to things. Like in Lord of the Rings, right? Like Gandalf's a, ma- uh, a wizard. Do you know That's how it. his magic That's works? You need to know. You don't know where it comes from. Did he learn? Was he born with it? You yeah. don't need to know. Yeah. You don't even know what his what his race really entails or what their whole thing is, right? Like Sarah, like Saruman, and all those guys. Yeah, is so it the a wizards race or are a vocation. Yeah, um, yeah, right. Like, <laughs> are you matter? human that you changed? What, like, what's going on? Like, Tolkien, he was like a big nerd for languages, and it, like everything else was a vehicle for him to make languages. And I'm like, that's cool, bro. Like, that's, that's totally cool. But in this, if the story is about this very specifically magical being and the magic of their existence, you get you have to set some ground rules, right? Um, and I, I, I think, like, unless they address that later on, that that's a big stumbling block for me. Um, yeah, no, yeah, you're right. Uh, it, it, it does. It feel there, there's some other things, but I feel like this might lead into character. Um, I will just say that I feel like I would like to see other ways for Fushi to develop. Um, not no. every death hey. has. Not, so, <laughs> so for example, and obviously we're just talking about the anime and how far the anime is. So this might happen in a manga, but it, it would be interesting if he came across someone where he was able to live a long life with them mm-hmm. and then they died of old age. So maybe the less what, what he learns from that person is not such a sad thing because a lot of what he learns yes. about loss and grief and yeah. things like that from when... Um, was it after the first boy died he didn't even care not that he didn't care he didn't know what it meant to grieve when you think about how um he's reacted to each person's death Mm -hmm. and how he's slowly becoming more like there was a time when he was asking like what is death like why are you sad what is sad about it and yeah like you said has to the point where he's he's actively grieving for people now and missing people and starting to have a in like in the latest episode him saying he doesn't trust the girl for example saying things are bad it's literally like watching a child mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like watching a child grow up um I, I just would like like if it's if it, it's gonna get a bit stale if everyone dies tragically um and then he's like oh <laughs> you know what i mean like I, it, I think i think there's other ways to deal with death that's not in oh sudden i, I mean mm-hmm. i know the time it seems quite feudal um the setting but you know not everyone's gonna just die suddenly are they yeah also um loss can be something that isn't to do with death either yeah Um, exactly like there's um so so with the characters in this like i think for me like looking at it i like fishy is an audience surrogate and we're the child learning the world and that's such an interesting concept like in, in the way they've done it, like where they've thrust us into this brand new world with its own rules, its own monsters, its own animals. And they've gone, you're going to learn through experience. And then we went out and had these experiences through Fushi moving around, right? Um, there's a moment um, that like really stuck out to me when Fushi's creator, it turns to Fushi and they're having a conversation and Fushi asks him a question and he says, I'm, I'm amazed and happy that you are that you've got to the point where you can ask questions 
Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's because he's growing. He was like a baby, but now he's an infant, right? Because there's that point when kids start asking why, right? And he he's he's having that moment. I was like, oh, that's, that's awesome. And and the fact that there's an absence of of actual physical growth as well. So it's mm. not like a baby who can't process things and then as soon as they start to process things like their brain develops like he Fushi has the tools and and, and it's about experiencing and learning it mm. from people around him which is is, is um pretty neat i agree with you there um the first time but, he talked to me that scared the life out of me <laughs> <laughs> the voice is like disjointed. so so the thing is as well like that that being able to question applies to us too because now we know enough rules and kind of situations in the world where we can start asking personal questions at that point. Because we know now, but uh, we now know about the knockers. We now know about what this guy's faction is. We know what Fishy was meant to do. We know all of these kind of things. So we can start making our own theories. And I was like, the way that this all kind of conflates together is it's beautiful. Like it's beautiful. Yeah. No, that's good. Um, Ram, characters. Um. I love everything. <laughs> um, I just love how much so, so far, like the foundation of the characters that he's met and what they've like given to him. Like, um, especially this idea of like having a family and like um there's that moment where he says to his creator when his current his creator's like, Yeah, I'm kind of like a parent, I guess. And he's like, You know, my parent, like this is <laughs> this person is my parent, and him being able to recognize that kind of like family unit and like having Gugu be like his brother and uh, it's, 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 it's emotional. Um, so I just really like um, and I also like having the repetitive characters like Purin who like mm. you didn't really think that she was gonna be as instrumental yeah. as she was like I literally thought after they escaped she was just gonna be off and we would never see her again and she's not um, and just the idea of like the fact that the characters stay with him and I don't know there's something very beautiful about that but like how he uses those forms to like carry mm-hmm. on kind of the legacy of what they've taught him like whether it's like March climbing up this up the tree or like the bear or even just the characters that he has like the bear again is another one that you just like where did like I wouldn't have expected that to be like a form that he I guess that's another example of Lost actually where he didn't actually really know the bear um, mm. which was cool um, but it did bear with him. Oh <laughs> 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 you that's be, too sad. <laughs> you might be sad. You might be sad about the next episode, but yeah. well, I, I, Purin's old at least. So if she dies, like at least she's old. Um, but anyway, guys. Um, yeah, I just love the and again, like I said earlier, that the whole idea of just like watching an immortal person just go through life is just generally interesting to me um I guess like you guys I would like to see other moments of loss that aren't just death or other stimulations that aren't loss or death or whatever but I think that like because I hope that that will change um and then the other thing I wanted to say was just like how much they make us connect to the characters that are about to die it's depressing but it's like really good how they're able to do that within like just a few episodes yeah um and give them a whole arc of like you know march wanting to be a mom and that's why she's so like maternal and like her being this like little child but being so wise at the same time um and just like little moments that again give you a glimpse of like for example when 
when they they realize that she didn't know where she lives and Perona doesn't know where she lives either and it's just like that's just like a small snapshot of what this like larger city are doing to like these small villages and like being able to see um that kind of stuff is super interesting to me I feel like I've kind of repeated myself I don't really have anything bad to say about this show so you're just gonna be hearing yeah. praise from me I, I I'm not gonna heart too much on about characters you guys are kind of <clears throat> wrapped it up all nightly, nicely I think from from a writer's perspective I think um uh there's a good job done of like making the characters feel complete complex and nuanced like practically all of them where no one is universally universally likable or dislikable Apart from Fushin, and the reason being, he's he's literally he's a bub, and you 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 want to you want to you know you want to cuddle him even when he's a bear. You're like it's it's the whole thing of the the pure mind. You don't want mm. your like even on this prison island, even these kids they're not bad kids, but you're you're, you're like damn they're not good. they're not good though are they they're not they're, they're, not they're a product of their environment in the and same even, as yeah and even down to like the way this this new girl is trying to like be um, Fushi's friend and he's and he he's able to recognize like but you guys are treating me badly like off the off the get compared to some of these like like he's still got that black and white you know it, but it i love it and mm. i just love the, the the complexity of of, of the characters to be fair his brother is trash though but at least he atoned nah man he came back man he repented yeah but he, he after tried how he tried many years? Mm. Uh, and and it's that's why i said like... at least he atoned <laughs> mm. uh, uh, yeah mm, this show i'm never gonna forgive them about gugu because Oh no, boy. I will never forgive them about March because they had me thinking she was gonna grow up and she's gonna have these like kids and she's dead. Um, I will. So, in closing, two things that I will just touch on quickly is the just thematically, I love what this show does. I love the way it kind of makes you want to like take a step back and reflect on life. I love shows like this that really make you that that kind of talk about perspective that make you step back and think about your perspective on things and other people's perspective on things and and, and how like the world essentially doesn't revolve around you and also I like the character arcs I like even the past characters that have passed or the characters that are still with us I like the journeys that they all go on everyone kind of there's not one character really that I've maybe the old man that put alcohol in Gugu's belly, yeah. but even then, like you know, um, <laughs> as I'm laughing, um, <laughs> he was a bit of a cunt. But um, uh, like mo- hey, for the look, most look, part, he, look, he he yeah, he saw his shot <laughs> and he, he took, took it. it. He, and he literally did not care. <laughs> no, no, guys, come on, that was a really good pun. He took he, it. He yeah. saw his uh, shot and he took it. He took You're it. welcome. <laughs> but he, he, but yeah, even even he kind of had an arc actually when I think about it because mm. after like seeing his his whole little family in his house, he took the alcohol out of his belly eventually or whatever. But um, yeah, I just feel like every character has a meaning and 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 you you can follow them and be invested in them in the show. Mm-hmm. Even the brother, even Google's brother to an extent, like he yeah. had a character arc. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I 100% agree with you. It is one of the best shows, like in recent memory, for developing characters, like making fully formed human beings, even if they're not going to stick around. Like they they really put the time and effort in to make them feel believable as as human beings, and that's amazing. I highly recommend the show. 
Yeah. I'm not going to say much because, like I said, I don't have anything bad to say about this show and we're running out of time. So <laughs> it's good. Please watch it. Bring tissues. Yeah, bring tissues. <laughs> um, but yeah, let's move on uh, to our last, but most certainly not least, anime. Odd Taxi. Ooh. <laughs> um, anime of the year. Anime of the year. <laughs> it's so good. Let me let me do my homeworks. Um, written by Kazuya Konomoto, produced by OLM Studios. In this anthropomorphic world, Walrus Hiroshi Odokawa is a strange yet dull taxi driver who lives a boring, normal life. One day, his life is shaken up when a missing girl is traced back to him. This puts him in the eyes of Yakuza, corrupt cops, and even an icon agency. I agree with Hassan to an extent. You're welcome, gonna, everybody. I'm just so <laughs> I need to I need to drop my testimony on this anime here. Let's go. I witnessed it. It was this very is, stressful trying to watch you watch this. This so this was an anime that I've enjoyed. I've really enjoyed reading about and watching videos about and laying in bed and thinking about, but I did not particularly enjoy watching it. Okay. And I couldn't figure out what it was. Ram literally watched my gears grinding of what it was that I couldn't, I was throwing out anything. It's because of this, it's because of that. And I realized it's because of how fast the conversations are, particularly in a taxi. Now, I am not a slow reader, but I'm not a particularly fast reader. Mm. And as you know, I am someone who likes to take in all the information. I pause, it annoys Ram. I pause things, rewind things, 10 seconds. I didn't reward, because I was binge watching, I didn't reward it, rewind it once, sorry. Same reward, rewind. <laughs> um, and because of that, there was a lot of bits that I would kept missing or just the moment I got to the end of the sentence, another sentence is there. Obviously, the nature of these conversations are supposed to happen naturally. And I can feel it. I can listen to it and hear that it sounds like a more natural conversation than usual. But I'm not hearing the conversation. I'm reading the conversation. So that meant a lot of information was just... You, you know, a lot of these episodes can be quite, like, dropping a lot of information mm-hmm, on you. Mm-hmm. This is an anime that you have to pay a lot of attention to. Mm-hmm. So it kind of got very frustrating for me when I could barely keep up with the subs um so i was just getting pissed off and then i went through a phase of not not quite hate watching it but watching it and just being annoyed <laughs> but then when i was done i was thinking about it and i would i i, I ran probably before i really didn't like it but then i thought i was coming I back was and watched stressed. it i literally watched it in three days i've done four four episodes four episodes five episodes and and i and i did i didn't even have a problem watching it. i didn't even put it off i just watched it so it was a thing of every time I wasn't watching it, I was thinking about it and I wanted to watch it and then I'd watch it and get annoyed by the, the how quick the dialogue went. That being said, towards the end, when it got a bit more like into its third act of the whole story, I guess now that it had less of the taxi conversations, they were easy. I found them easy to follow all of a sudden. Um, so that <laughs> was my roller coaster of a, a taxi ride. And for that reason, I can't I can't give it oh, as high as a rating as I would like to, but that's based on a very personal experience. But I will say I feel like it's an experience that I know that other people will go through as well because those conversations, some of them were very snappy, like very quick. Mm. So did either of you guys ever watch uh, Gilmore Girls? Nope. No. 
So so this is a show like my sisters used to watch a lot and like I watched a few episodes and like here and there with them. The conversations remind me of that because I've never seen a show since that had as fast and kind of snappy a dialogue like people were rushing to get the words <laughs> out of their mouth. Um and like it worked in the show because of the the rapport with the characters and and like the way it was written, but I've I've not seen it kind of done like that since. And Odd Taxi had that cadence and it had that kind of flow where it was like like kind of back and forth, back and forth. It was a me problem. And in the end, I realized it was a me problem. I'm a very fast reader, so I don't think I really realized it until the only time that I was feeling it was like when Yano was speaking, but that's because I was like trying to like rhyme in my head in oh the English. Oh, which, that was a whole different... Yeah. I, I just read <laughs> so it I feel like that was the only time where I was a little bit like, I do not know what this man is saying. But then mm. I guess when I sat down, you know? I was like, yeah, it is. It's only when I was watching Levi watch it that I was like, oh yeah, it is kind of fast. But I don't think I really clocked because I read like I'm... In yeah, you read yeah, really same. fast. Yeah. Same. I, I don't. And, I, and I, I, I read like to proper take it in. So there was... Again, it was mainly the conversations in the taxi like some mm. of them where they're talking over each other <laughs> and that whole dialogue is getting removed from the screen when the other one comes i'm like oh wait don't know what he said <laughs> oh wait i don't know what he said Odakawa uh, uh, and the uh the vlogger their yeah. conversations in particular were very fast-paced yeah like very very fast-paced it was I, them and the the, the, the homo comedians. sapiens as well yeah yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like this show i uh, have it had some of my favorite kind of anime comedic moments in, in in what was like an insane and kind of weird romp into a lot of like non sequiturs and like kind of random feeling stuff until you realize all of these strings are connected. Mm. And I think it was around like the midway through the show when like you started to realize like that these characters that are being introduced aren't just random characters they're all intersecting into each other's lives and all of these plots are bleeding in. And the more the bleed was kind of coming in, the more you could see there was something up with Otakawa. And I, mm, I love this show so much. It's so good. I highly I recommend like everyone I, watches I, this. I kind of felt that from the beginning, but I think that's only mm. because I, I started watching from the first episode and it kind of reminded me of, um, what's that stupid film that's like bad but also good, Crash? The crash? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it just reminded me very much of that. It, that's what it felt like. So I was always kind of watching out for like, how's oh, this person connected to this person to connect to this person? I I, I binged the first half in oh, yeah, like yeah. a day, so like I didn't have the, the the interim time to kind of think about it. Yeah, and like I think the, yeah, I think that's what it yeah. Like shows like uh like Loki kind of really gave me the time to kind of dissect things like kind of in between, but like. I had such a good time kind of continually pressing play and kind of being like, I don't need to sleep. <laughs> this is fine. <laughs> and like, I, I never really felt like it, I was I was spending time with this show either. Like I was just yeah. enjoying the, the moment for it. I think I had a bit of a different experience just because I was watching it weekly so for me it wasn't until I got to episode four that I really was like sold on the show. Mm. I think before that it was like a bit odd like I said um, and I I was enjoying it, but it was kind of like I didn't know how invested I was. But it wasn't until um the the Puma, what I can't remember what his name is, came on and like when he lost his dodo 
I don't tea. know what I that. Like oh my god! Ta- ta- yes. ta- Tanaka. No, yeah. yeah, yeah, I think it is Tanaka. <laughs> when that episode came, that's when I was like, "Yeah, this is my show." Oh <laughs> and my god! I don't even know what it was particularly, but it was just like something about that story gave me very much like almost like fit book vibes again. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's very weird. Like I think that a lot of the like between this and To Your Eternity, a lot of the things that I enjoy is like whatever gives me book vibes what whatever lights up my whatever gets lit up when i'm reading a book is the same thing that's getting lit up when i'm watching this these two shows so. i i, I want to also say like the this show the characters all feel like people i've met and talked to like yeah. all of these people you've feel met like a yano people. have you yes. met a yano yes i have i've met a yano before. i've, I've, I've met many a tanaka like many a tanaka <laughs> yeah that i can I can relate to you, but oh Ram, my God. do you want to give us your? Well, you did. Do you want to t- 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 talk to us? How you f- tell us how you felt about the uh, plot? The plot without the twists. Uh, yeah, I won't. I feel like this is the one thing that we can't actually spoil because I just think, like, why don't do it? Um, but everyone, go watch Mother's Basement's video after you've watched it because it's great. Um, but. Yeah, the plot, I, I love Let him how... tell you the spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you'll go into the video and he'll be like, go watch the show and then come back. So it's that it's that kind of show. Um, I just like how much it got your brain working, um, but like in a different way to, to your eternity where that was like getting my heart and my brain working, but mm. like in a more like existential way, whereas this was a lot more like trying to figure out the mystery and like trying to tie things together but also just like enjoying the ride Mm. um I feel like this was like a very good um plot in terms of like you know that there are like strings and you know that certain strings are gonna be like tied together but you don't really know how or where or when um and it kind of gives you that little teaser but at the same time it kind of allows you to like live in the moment of the conversation that's happening um Mm. which almost mimics real life I guess kind of like I don't know how, but it just mimics real life somehow. <laughs> um, and I love just how um just how natural the dialogue felt and just like how consequential a lot of the like um interactions were. But then like one, for example, the episode where um Odakawa like swerves into Tanaka and that completely shifts his whole and I think that's what I enjoyed about it is like his small tiny like thing just completely flipped this guy's life and like mm. gave him a literal mental break like well maybe not a mental breakdown a psychotic breakdown I'm not sure he flipped um so I really enjoyed that part of it and just also how that all those interactions um developed Odakawa himself because if none of those things happened, he would never get to the point that he got to at the very end. Um, like he would have just been living in the same kind of loop <laughs> that he's been living in. Um, so I thought that was really cool. Can I can I also say like this show had some of the stupidest um like uh Chekhov guns that yeah. that had the funniest payoffs, like they're just so good. Yeah, like the the whole capoeira thing. that was my favorite thing i've been doing that in the mirror every so often (laughs) i was crying i was crying it was like the i don't even i can't even spoil it but there's like something like right at the end where it's like a very serious moment and it's so (laughs) ridiculous and it's i was oh there's tears in my eyes (laughs) it's so good even down to like the the rubber 
mm. or the eraser, whatever mm-hmm. you want to call it, as well, of that, like, coming back again <laughs> at the end when you kind of least expected it. Even though oh. it kind of was set up, but you just, you don't really, I don't know. There's, there were loads of moments like that. Mm. They had a lot of fun with... um deciding how big the payoff is going to be and where the payoff is going to be mm. but there was so many setups like Hassan said and they were all they were practically all paid off in some form or 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 a fashion it was it was mm. really lovely um stuff um i just want to say that i i enjoyed the fact that even though i was frustrated that i felt like i wasn't getting the plot even though by the time it finished i kind of did i still kind of felt like just watching these people <laughs> like, mm. I, don't, I don't get the, like I still went I, I'm moaning about the, the not being able to understand what's going on and I'm clicking the next episode straight away yeah um, Hassan plot so um the plot is it, it's very much about kind of um individual struggles kind of intersecting in the taxi um that kind of being the nexus uh, hub of all of these things crashing into into weird and wonderful kind of uh, ways like there's a lot of the characters interact with the homo sapiens the comedians in the show because they listen to him in in Odakawa's taxi um like the the comedians themselves are having like this this whole like insane kind of um, implosion because one of them is becoming famous and he knows um one of the girls in the pop group that is run by the the sleazy kind of um, fox guy who also frequents the taxi. And like all of these characters are having all of these weird and wonderful things and they all kind of lead, like all all, uh, roads that kind of lead back to Rome here. And Rome is Urukawa. It's it's beautiful. Like (laughs) it's a beautiful plot. Um. It, and you know, it gave me vibes of I oh, forget the name. What's that film we watched around with the uh, <laughs> with the Irish guy in the shotgun? I forget what his name. Oh my god, yeah, I forget. But um, yeah, it does give that vibe. Is this the revenge movie where it's an old man? Uh, I think yeah, he's kind of an old guy. Someone. Kills Wait, are we his talking mom. about the one where? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, it's, yeah. it's Michael Sheen. It's, no, it's, it's, it's oh, what is the name of that film? But it gave me uh, it's something like off the something or something. It's something. in my film log, you know, mm, off the cuff. Um, no, I can't remember. I can't remember it, but it gives me just in a sense of like being this this guy being thrust into this seedy world, and he's just he is literally just a taxi driver. He is a really and and sometimes when you think he might do something crazy, like when Tanaka um finally confronts him, he's just kind of like, yeah, sorry, bro, sorry. Yeah. If I you think I'm so sorry, I'm not that guy. <laughs> <laughs> I know what this anime might have made you think, but I'm not that guy. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess also I really like how ordinary he is, like, and mm. also the fact that he was dealing with a lot of like trauma from like his life that he's not really been dealing with actually at all, and like how that impacts his interactions with other people. I feel like that's very like relatable. Um, yeah, a bad day for the cut. A bad day for the cut. That's it. That that film was. Yeah, I know. I know that movie. Hilarious. Um, <clears throat> characters. Um, I'm gonna keep it short and sweet. Similar to to your eternity, but I'd say arguably better. They they might not have the personality of like characters into your eternity, but like Hassan said earlier, the, the, 
and I and I will I, I kind of lump it with world building together. They both it feels like it feels very the characters feel human. They just feel like people, people that you see every day. There's no like out out there characters. Um, the reason I was gonna say I'll throw world building in there is just that they build a world that feels very full. Um, sometimes you know, bouncing off of revenges, it just felt like apart from these teenagers when they like sometimes like the world just revolves around them whereas in odd taxi it feels very much of we are just following these people in this very populated world that things are going on the news is always on people are over there people are over here these it makes you feel like this story even though towards the end it's on the news and and things it still makes you feel like it's an insignificant story in terms of the world but it's just very much like this is we are literally in the cut with um Odakawa basically so mm. um yeah just just for me to hit my world building and and character points at the same time I think they were very 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 well realized like especially the characters especially the characters yeah I they... felt oh. um yeah no I was just gonna say yeah I'm gonna combine world building and characters to you started this trend um, but like I'm trying to I, avoid the spoilers, that's why. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. I thought, yeah, it's the same with us. I think that they felt very much like human, like just my everyday life. Like I could literally know a Tanaka or whoever, and like, and I think even like the way that each of the characters intersect didn't even feel that unrealistic. It, mm. it did kind of feel like Tokyo Small, but when you think about London and the amount of times that I've been like, oh yeah, I'm talking about this person, and then like some next random person that I would not expect to know that person somehow knows that person and you're like what the hell like it was that kind of the same like coincidental like relationships between specific people um and I think also it kind of just gave you like a snapshot of like there was such a diverse range of characters like you had an old Mm. guy who just wants to get married and is a bit naive clearly um and acting a bit like a teenager um and then you've got like some university student who is like feeling so um maybe a bit dejected about the future that he's just thinking about like how can he make it big quickly and what can he say to do that? And then having to like deal with the actual consequences of that. And then, you know, you just have uh, someone just someone's ambition and them wanting to make it and what they'll do to do that. And um, there was just such a nice intersection of like different characters with very real like wants and desires and flaws as well. Like, I don't think any of the characters were like particularly like lovable or like even the characters who are sweet like um shirawaka the alpaca like yeah yeah, is selling is like selling drugs and stealing Stealing. from her yeah Yeah. like stealing drugs from her workplace and selling it to a criminal so it's like no one was like innocent or um they were all just very human like there was Mm. no one who was good well there was no one who was good there was no one who was like bad um, even like the bad characters had, you know, like a slice Wait, of. There's know. one. There's one good character. There's one singular good character. The the kid who's a fan of the pop group. Oh yeah, him. But he's stupid. I mean, yes. he's naive. <laughs> well, what, do you mean? And what about um, 
what's his name? Goku. Goruki. Okay, yeah. He's good. He was out here doing the horror movie, you know, research section. They were good in the libraries and stuff. Yeah, but they were good in a way that was like human, if you get what I mean. Like, oh yeah, no, of course. Yeah, it was just like this is a nice guy who and you get people who are like that, and then you had people who were like they're not good or bad, and then you have crazy people. Yeah, no, I I agree. It felt very real. Yeah. There's um this this show like for characters had some of my favorite like idiosyncratic and human characters and like when they had like human characters they nailed they like they really nailed that very kind of um human struggle thing like the world building is so linked with the characters i feel like we can't talk about one without the other because like the characters are all in their own bubbles and like Otokawa is how the bubbles interact right so like you have like the showbiz guys who are all interacting because they're all in the showbiz bubble to some degree or not like with um the homo sapiens guys the the taller guy dating one of the singers and them knowing each other and the manager like that's how all of those things are kind of introspecting like Mm -hmm. outside of um otakawa then you have like the 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 kid who uh, who's like the fan who, who's kind of in that world with Arakawa's mate because they work in the same hostess club. Yeah. Like, they, there's, there's all of these areas which are so linked to the characters and they're, like, so kind of built up around it. And I'm like, it, it, it's so good. And it makes you really feel like those places are real and very human. But then they also have characters like Yano, who literally talks in rap all the time. And it's so dumb. <laughs> it's so dumb, but it's so good. And, like the like when he's like when he starts to lose it and then he loses his ability to rhyme yeah. is it's, it's beautiful it's like beautiful little touches like that um and then you have um like characters like um dobu is it, was it dobu? yeah 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 where where his whole thing is he just wants to beat yano yeah like, that's his whole character arc he's like i want to be the better gangster like, that's that's my whole thing I I love it. The the show is pretty. Um yeah, uh, I mean it but it, and it, and it was very complete as well. Like mm. it yeah. felt even if even the the cliffhanger at the end it was a cliffhanger that doesn't need to be answered. Yes. Um I would like it, it to was... be answered. <laughs> but like only in like one episode I wouldn't need a whole season. Oh, OVA, that would be a shout. Yeah. They, they attack on Titan that shit. <laughs> oh my god. Um but yeah, I was gonna say something about the characters now, but I've forgotten. Sorry. Um so that's what it was. Um what Hassan said about intersectionality. Um I really like that it was a, a realistic form of intersectionality as well, not like a, a you know, you are the chosen being and you are made to connect to people or whatever. Like, you know, it's very reasonable that the my my regular taxi driver is the same one as my neighbors for example so it's it's nice that it was a very realistic way that um this person is able to be connected to all of these people um in closing um i know we don't talk too much about uh this show plot wise but this is definitely a show that just can't it, spoil ha- it. Yeah, it's mm. the ones where you have to just say trust me <laughs> and, just, <laughs> and just watch it it is it is, a, it is a good ride um what i liked about it and i'm not trying to be neck beardy i love my shonens i love um 
I love anime in general, but this definitely felt like anime as a medium more than anime as a genre. Yes. Um, it, it felt very it felt very adult without being gratuitous or violent. And it was just so refreshing. Despite my frustration with reading it, I, um, I think this is a show that I would have to go back and watch. No, I would like to go back and watch again. But um, it is a very big breath of fresh air. I mean, to be fair, as someone who's a very casual anime watcher, I, I think all three of these shows are quite... Uh, I mean, Tokyo Avengers, if you bang out anime seasonally, there's probably something like it already. Uh, well, already, outside of Arrays. But mm. To Your Eternity <laughs> and Odd Taxi are definitely... Um, have been nice fresh entertaining watches mm. for myself personally it makes me want to go back and look at what, what what i've missed over the years to be fair like like yuri on ice is one that i keep on telling myself i'm gonna go watch and i yeah. never let's it. finish it together because i'm like i haven't finished it i mean okay. let's watch it together um yeah we should we should but um yeah so so i i i, I love how it just was a new thing for me um i like storytelling and i love the twists and turns and it is it, it just it's one of them shows where despite the fact that it's basically tokyo um i felt sad to leave the world <laughs> even though it's yes. the same as this world like yes um you know the opening plays in my head <laughs> every now and then and, and i literally like that, was so. so upset when i realized it was the last episode i was like what do you mean yeah. <laughs> i was like what and because it ended in such an ending way like there was no like ambiguity about like mm. oh is there gonna like i literally knew instinctively oh my god it's gone it's finished yeah. <laughs> but but odd taxi is a highlight um you guys want to share your closing thoughts um, um <clears throat> you, you go no you, you, go. you go you go you. no 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 you it, you know <laughs> it is i i've I don't know if you've been listening, but I've said this maybe like seven times throughout this episode. Anime of the year. It's it's that good. It is um it, it's the kind of show that like it doesn't matter what your genre taste is, there's something in this for you. Like even if you just want like a human story, like there's a human story here. Um, and if you want something to challenge you and do it in a way that isn't like kind of condescending like some some anime can be where it's like oh, I'm going to make this needlessly complicated <laughs> so if you don't follow you're an idiot kind of thing this is <laughs> this this story is it's easy to follow and it's like very fun and it's it, it's like it, it's sharp it's it's a sharply written show highly recommend you, you it's very one. sharp it's, it's tight the script is very tight it's mm. like you can't miss it even down to the opening there's mm. you, you can you could dissect and break down that opening yeah go we watch could do a the whole podcast on this opening. basement <laughs> video about the opening um just go listen to the opening the opening's great <laughs> um uh what was i gonna say yeah pretty perfect show for me um i think what's so great about the show as well like and I, I guess I really enjoyed this from like a watching it weekly basis it was just like how much of a community the like comment section was um, and just like seeing all the like theories and stuff and I think that like even the theories that some people would be quite quick to pick up on it it's you still got like some kind of satisfaction or some kind of twist that you couldn't have really seen coming or some kind of payoff that like would have surprised you and I really like that about it um, and I just love all the conversation that it was able to like generate. I feel so happy that I can talk to you guys about it now because it's finished. Um, but yeah, it's pretty brilliant. Uh, you keep thinking about it. I keep thinking about it. 
Um, and it's definitely one of those shows that like stay with you. So please watch 10 out of 10. Mm, 9.7 out of 10. Oh, I have to, I'd have to lower my score because of my, my difficulty reading. <laughs> um, but it's up there for sure, for sure, for sure. Um, I think that's it. Um, in to conclude, watch these anime. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely cream of the crop for spring. Don't know about Tokyo Avengers, but <laughs> I mean, no, do you know, we, we be quite snobby. I feel like Tokyo Avengers is very popular right now, to be fair. So, um, you know, three top animes go check them all out but odd taxi is to your attorney is chef's kiss but odd taxi is like it's it's i think it's just one of them things where you're not what do you say it's like do you get what i mean the way you can say to your attorney is like erased like odd taxi is just its own thing you just have to watch it you just have to experience it hence us not giving any spoilers even Mm. though this is a spoiler podcast but yes moving away from that guys before we close up what have you guys been up to? Um, I've been speeding through Mass Effect and that's mainly the only thing I've been doing because I'm time poor right now, which is sad. But um, yeah, Garrus's Bay. Mm. That's all I got. <laughs> Garrus is I. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Team Tally, man. I told you guys this. Team Tally, 100%. Uh, Tally's fine. I mean, the way that you said Liara's boring, Tally is boring to me. But L- listen, listen, Liara is entirely, entirely boring. We don't have time. Alone. We don't have time. We don't, yeah, we don't have time. Um, um, Hassan, what have you been doing? <laughs> I've just been reading some comics. So, um, volume three of um, Something is Killing the Children is out, which is really good. And I can't recommend it highly enough. Um, picked up giant days which i'm going to jump into soon um i've been playing a bunch of uh grifflands which i reviewed a few weeks back which like it's one of those games that like i really reckon a lot of people would super dig it's very 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 addictive and there's so much love and work gone into it like the writing is great like it's really really good and there's like so much kind of in each of the characters and kind of new quests and missions for each of the characters and that kind of stuff really good Nice. Do you know what? There was that and there was another comic, something like The House by the Lake or something like that I've heard mm. about. That's meant to be quite good. And I, and I think the Conjuring comic's going to be all right. Um, but myself, um, I watched The Long Halloween. I watched it on a whim, randomly just watched part one the other day and then found out I watched part one on the day part two came out. So I was like, wow, that is that is like amazing. So I've watched part two. It's quite it's good. I tend to... St- I don't know why, but I just tend to not watch DCAE films, the animated ones, even though I know like they're the goats and they're better than all the, uh, the live action. But um, it was actually really good. I really enjoyed it. It was quite, um, I think with Batman, I like the earlier times when it's more like just gangsters and then like the odd Joker and the odd Penguin as opposed to all the crazy, crazy stuff. Um, out but, here with Tommy guns and all sorts. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> But um, yeah, so and so I watched that. I started reading Venom, getting ready for the. Um, I think Donny Cates is writing at the moment, and I think he's swapping with Hulk writer Al Ewing. So I'm just preparing mm. myself for that. I could be wrong. I'm pretty sure because both of their runs are coming to an end. So, and I think one's going to the other side. And I love Al Ewing what he did with Hulk. So I'm following him now as a writer. So it's that. Berserker Volume Four is out. You know, I always got a shout at the indie comics. Um, that's Keanu Reeves' joint. 
And uh, Icon, Icon, is it Icon that's out? I think Icon is out. Icon Volume 1 is out and Static Shock Volume 2 is out. So, you know, we were talking about supporting things earlier, guys. Mm-hmm. Milestone Milestone Comics was the biggest, like, Black-owned comics, like, property to exist on the planet. And they're back and they're dropping comics. So, guys, you should pick them up, man. Pick mm-hmm. them up mm-hmm. while they're here. And these are not, like, small characters that you might feel you don't want to read. These are, like, the biggest players. So, check it out. And I think that's me, really. Skyward Sword, and that's it. Um. So, everybody... We have to announce some big news. Yay. Uh, we're going on a bit of a break. Um, sabbatical. Yeah, mm-hmm. on a mini sabbatical. It won't be for long. Summer um, holidays. Yeah, we have decided that we would like to revamp um, the podcast a little bit. So we're going to take some time off to kind of think about the content that we want to bring to you guys and um, work on our um the moves that we are going to want to bring bring you some more curated content i think mm. is probably the best way mm. to to put it um have some more structured deep dives good 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 stuff i think it's going to be some good episodes we're about to start putting out to be fair and we've always kind of loved doing deep research and kind of getting into subjects and this is going to give us a bit more time mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh so we will be back on the week of the 16th of august um with our, should we say what the first episode is going to be on now? I save it. Yeah, just yeah. find out. Go and um, yeah. find out, guys. With an exciting new episode um, and a new format, so we'll be switching to um, bi-weekly episodes. And I don't mean twice a week; I mean twice a month. <laughs> <laughs> every other week. Um, every other week. Um, yeah. So we'll have uh, a new structure, and um, you might just see some revamping. Um, but you can catch us as always on our social media. Um, which is the nerd alternative on Instagram, the nerd alternative without an E after the N on Twitter and on Reddit. Um, so if you guys have any like episode ideas or you just want to chat because you miss us so much, just uh, <laughs> hit us up in the DMs. Um, we'll be active as usual, um, but we're just gonna, you know, take some time off. Um, you can also listen to all our old episodes um, or repeat, listen whilst if you miss our voices too much um, and Hassan will tell you where those are. Right. So you can listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podchaser, Breaker, Google Podcasts and Good Pods now too. Um, we also have a YouTube channel post revamp. There might be some cool stuff coming, hmm? but uh, you can watch some of our previous videos on there. Please give us a like and a subscribe on Spotify and our YouTube. Um, Leave us a review on YouTube and on Apple. That would mean the world to us. Thank you very much. And we'll see you guys on our social media. Until next time. Bye. Bye. Sayonara, Shadow the Hedgehog. It's time to feel the rage. Join us on Film Rage, where we talk movies, current releases, coming attractions, streaming, and classic films as well. Directors and actors, beware as you cannot hide from the rage. My name is Bryce, and I'm part of the Film Rage crew, which also includes Jim. Hey, hey. And Murray. Yo. Why is it you always talk? All the time. I can't understand I why. This, this, is, this is the Merman, the voice of reason. These two can't agree on anything most of the time. Some movies are mondo. Some are just Every week, something is going to make us rage. Join us every Wednesday and feel the rage.